Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Welcome back to FOMO Friday. Yes, it is that time of the week already where we take care of your fear of missing out, particularly if you don't watch the national news, uh, and and make sure that you do get to uh, hear about the stories that are affecting you. And we do that every Friday. This Friday, we're going to be covering Hero Firing gun ban, rehome kids, and adult happy meals. Yes, quite quite the grouping, but we're going to get right into it. And uh, the Daily Wire has a, a number of, of articles here, uh, beginning with this one about the White House uh, responding to Biden praising Coast Guard rescue swimmer who's facing termination over a lack of vaccination. Yeah, this is kind of interesting. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre dodged answering a question during Tuesday's press briefing on the matter of President Joe Biden praising a group of Coast Guard rescue swimmers that included a guardsman who could face termination because he's not received a COVID vaccine. Biden personally thanked a Coast Guard uh, guardsman for uh, saving a 94-year-old woman in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. But the hero expects to be fired within days for rejecting the COVID vaccine. Um, Aviation survival uh, technician, second-class Zach Loesch, earned praise in a Friday phone call from the commander-in-chief for kicking in a wall to save a trapped wheelchair-bound woman and her husband. Quote, I told him how proud of him I was, and I thanked him for all the work he and his Coasties are doing to save lives. This is what Biden said in a press release that thanked Loesch and Lieutenant Commander Christopher Hopper, I'm sorry, Hooper, for the heroic work that they and their Coast Guard Uh, colleagues have uh, performed during search and rescue operations in response to the Hurricane Ian. But the next time Loesch hears from uh, a federal uh, official, it could be to learn his career is over, actually. (laughs) Loesch said in an interview that he had applied for a religious exemption to avoid taking the COVID vaccine, but did not expect it would be honored. Jean-Pierre was asked about this matter during Tuesday's press briefing, and here's how that went. I wanted to ask, the the president recently praised a group of Coast Guard rescue swimmers. One of them reportedly um, faces termination because he isn't vaccinated. I'm curious, given the threats that we're facing abroad, would the president ever reconsider uh, that vaccination requirement or consider issuing more exemptions? So... 
as you as as you can imagine, the president has the most the deepest respect uh, for the U.S. Coast Guard. Uh, that is something that uh, uh, you would hear from him uh, directly. Uh, and the country, the president and the country, are grateful for all of the U.S. Coast Guard heroes uh, that have led the effort uh, to save uh, lives in Florida. Uh, we have seen that with our very own eyes uh, these past couple of days. Uh, I would refer you specifically to the U.S. Coast Guard on this on this issue on this individual. Questions. It's not something that I would uh, comment from here, but uh, you know there, uh, of course, uh, have been multiple vaccination requirements, as you know, in place for quite some time. Uh, and uh, but again, I'm not going to comment here from here on an individual case. So as you just heard, she didn't even answer the question in the first place. I mean, the question was not that we want to know what's going to happen to him. It was, would you and would the president actually think about hiring back some people or doing away with that policy? She didn't even even address that. She just said, oh, I'm not going to comment on, on you know, individual cases. Well, we're not asking you to. It's not what you've been asked. So even though we know that COVID vaccinations don't work and are not effective, we are going to mandate them anyway at the federal level. This makes absolutely no sense. And this will cause, in this case, a hero to be fired. He's not the only one that is being fired or has been fired because of the vaccine mandate. There are a lot of heroes. There are a lot of people that are in sensitive positions, that are in positions that they are experts in and do very a very good job, and they have been fired or they are being fired because they have not taken the COVID vaccine. They have not been given an exemption for it. Almost all of these have applied for a religious exemption or, or some sort of exemption and have not been given it. And here we have a case where a Coast Guard um, and he, a Coast Guardsman, he's, he's going to be fired, even though he's a hero in this case. He broke down a wall in order to save people's lives in the m- middle of the hurricane. And yet he's going to be fired anyway because he won't take a vaccination that really doesn't vaccinate anyone. And, and, it, and it's this, this whole situation, it, it's kind of like the guy with the big ego. You, you, you know who I'm talking about, right? There's always one around. The guy with a big ego that can't admit when he's wrong. And in this case, Biden and the, and the federal government can't admit when they're wrong. They were wrong about these vaccinations and they were wrong to mandate them. And yet they can't, even at this point, with all that we know about it, they cannot admit that they were wrong and reverse course and help out people like this. Many industries are hiring back those that they fired. We even see some in the medical field where because there, there is a very much of a shortage when it comes to nurses and, and people uh, to work within the medical field because they fired so many of them for not taking the vaccination. And some are definitely being hired back now because they just need them. It's just what they have to do. And we can't see that the federal government is going to do the same thing. And when asked about it, they just dodge the question. 
All right, let's move on. Judge blocks liberal mayor's gun ban. Okay, well, this is kind of an interesting one. Um, quote, we stopped Mayor Kennedy in less than a week, and we will do the same to you. Whoa, that's kind of an interesting quote, right? Well, let's, let's look at this particular one. It says, a judge has blocked a gun ban enacted by executive order from Philadelphia. Mayor Jim Kenney, he's a Democrat there, one one week after the liberal mayor signed the executive order, it was blocked. Now, Kennedy last week attempted to outlaw firearms. Yeah, just outright outlaw firearms, even for legal gun owners at city recreational facilities and, and those type of things, despite state law barring such regulation. The order was quickly challenged by a nonprofit gun group called Gun Owners of America, or GOA. Uh, Judge Joshua Roberts, who's actually a Democrat, uh, granted a permanent injunction against the order, effectively banning the uh, enforcement of the executive order, according to NBC Philadelphia. Now, the, the law in Pennsylvania couldn't be clearer, is, is what the GOA attorney Andrew Austin said in a statement following the ruling. Quote, no municipality, including Philadelphia, may regulate the lawful possession of firearms in any manner, period. That's and, and how uh, that is so entirely correct. You cannot regulate and just simply uh, make gun ownership unlawful. Pennsylvania state law uh, specifically states, quote, no county, municipality, or township may in any manner regulate the lawful ownership, possession, transfer, or transportation of firearms, ammunition, or ammunition components when carried or transported for purposes not prohibited by the laws of this commonwealth. That's according to the Philadelphia Inquirer. Now, Kennedy claimed the order was necessary to protect people. <laughs> yeah, here's his quote. This gives them some protection, some peace of mind, some ability to call the authorities when some knucklehead decides that they want to bring a gun into a rec center and they see it. It's part of what this is about, the mayor said. This again, according to the Inquirer. Quote, obviously, the city doesn't care about that law or the concrete legal precedent affirming it. And since there are no consequences for them, they will continue to try to ram through illegal rules to the detriment of their own citizens. This is what Austin said. He also said, however, we're grateful that the Philadelphia Court of Commonwealth Pleas uh, was uh, willing to act so quickly to prohibit the mayor's illegal action. Though the city is expected to appeal the order, GOA said it won't back down. All, quote, all of the anti-gun municipalities across the Commonwealth need to understand the message from this case. Gun owners of America will not tolerate illegal bans. Prohibit uh, things that are being uh, prohibited or restrictions on the Second Amendment in violation of Pennsylvania law. Pennsylvania Director of GOA, Dr. Val fin uh, Finnell, um, asserted that, quote, we stopped Mayor Kennedy in less than a week. 
and we will do the same to you. <laughs> Again, I, I just like that quote. I don't know. Finnell added that there needs to be consequences for these illegal actions uh, through the, the state, um, you know, preempting the, the statute. When municipalities like Philadelphia violate the law, they should pay attorney fees and damages, the director said. And, and, and to be honest with you, I think that they, they make a great point here. There, there are no consequences for liberals just blatantly doing unconstitutional things. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, if we live in a society of rules and law and order, then there needs to be consequences when those things are broken. And in this case, you can see how there really isn't anything other than a, a judge. I mean, I, I'm very glad that the judge decided a, against this executive order. But it basically just said, you can't do it. And they should have known they couldn't do it in the first place. And when they did do it, there was nothing that they had to have as far as consequences over it. They didn't have to pay the attorney fees. They, they they just do them, and then the taxpayers have to defend them. So taxpayers' money goes to defending this terrible executive order. And then the nonprofits, in this case, have to, to go after them and, and pay their legal fees. So all of this is done, and all of this is tying up the court system, all because a mayor decided that he wanted to break the rules. And if he got caught breaking the rules, oh, well, there's there's no, there's nothing to stop him from doing it again. There's there's no consequences there. It's kind of like a, a a parent who says, well, hey, you know, you need you need to eat your dinner to his child, and the child says, eh, I'm not going to, and it just doesn't. And then the the parent just says, okay, well, whatever. I mean, th- th- that's what it's like. There's no consequences to the parent in this case the law, uh, being broken and, and, you know, and, and what about the, the right of the people to keep and bear arms and that shall not be infringed? What about that? That is so hard to understand. I mean, that literally is the second amendment. That is word for word. The second Amendment. the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That is the second amendment. And, and I don't understand why that's so hard to understand. That is really simple. It's really easy to understand. But yet, it's, it's being violated all the time. You know, this, this, uh, this interesting quote here, I, it, is, I, it really stands out. This, this quote says, quote, this gives them some protection some peace of mind, some ability to call the authorities when some knucklehead decides they want to bring a gun into a rec center and they see it. That's part of what this is all about. I mean, that's the quote from the mayor who, who set out this executive order. This is, this is him explaining why he did it. And really, when this is, this is how leftists always justify their actions. It's, it's when they, they, they say, you know, I, I have to take away your rights, but hey, don't worry. Don't worry that I'm taking away your rights because this is for your protection. I'm taking away your freedoms because you need peace of mind. 
here here's here's him even calling those that would defend themselves uh, or or at least you know have a firearm on them for protection as knuckleheads this this is their attitude this is their attitude towards those who want their freedoms and want their rights and want them respected but to them they're knuckleheads and they are going to protect you and give you peace of mind by taking away your freedoms and taking away your rights. That's basically leftist theology in a nutshell right there. All right, let's move on. Top national school psychologists, part of group offering to pay rehome gay kids to new parents. Now, this one is very disturbing, and I want you to follow along with me here because I think this is this is something that you may and probably haven't heard of, but it's something that was investigated and and by the Daily Wire in this case, and it was it's very disturbing. So let's let's look into this closely. A top leader in a national school psychologist association is participating in a group that funds efforts to rehome gay youth to new parents internal materials obtained by the daily wire reveal now avi uh, amy caneva uh, who's the chair of the national association of school psychologists or nasp uh the lgbtqi2-s committee okay she's she's the chairman of that um, participated in discussions on the internal message board for the uh, Pride Liberation Project, or PLP, the group's Resources for Outed Students section advised students who are facing familial rejection or need to leave their home for another reason to, quote, reach out to Amy, she, her, pronouns, immediately. They work for the Safe Space Nova. Um, and are an adult and can provide you with much more information. They are also confidential, unquote. That's what they say. Now, (laughs) that should be a little bit disturbing, that your kid, your child, could be like a dog or a cat rehomed because they don't agree with your parenting. The section went on to say that PLP could rehome students who did not like their parents, as well as pay them money and have an adult pick them up to take them to their new lives. That's what it says. Now, it also said the group could provide false documentation to hide children's whereabouts while they participated in gay activities. This is just so totally disturbing. In the event of you needing to leave your home, we can provide you with emergency housing from a supportive, queer-friendly adult, it said. And it added, we will work with other supportive adult organizations in the region to find you someone who can provide you a kind of affirming home, unquote. 
This, I mean, I'm not making this stuff up. This is exactly what is what they're saying. This is exactly what they're publishing. PLP was the subject of glowing national media attention September 27th when it claimed that it got 12,000 students to walk out of class to protest draft guidance from Virginia Department of Education that said schools should not hide a student's gendered transition from parents and that schools should accommodate a student's gender transition but do so only with permission of parents. That, that same day, NASP published a blog post by Canova uh, describing her efforts to undermine the state um, the uh, initiative, which she described as horrific. This is what she said, quote, this generation of youth is more politically informed and aware than I can wrap my head around. These kids know their basic human rights have been challenged by the state department of education and even worse the state has used fancy words which make the policy reversal seem like it's in the best interest of all children and families she wrote she demanded the school districts shield staff members who ignore the guidance asking administrators how will you defend staff who continue to act in the best interest of students who are consistent with professional ethics but now in violation of impending policy. Wow. I mean, that's just, how are you going to violate the law is basically what she's asking. That's disturbing. Canova, who works at a, uh, as a counselor at uh, Wakefield High School in Arlington, uh, Virginia, told the Daily Wire, school staff are not a library to, uh, are not at liberty, I'm sorry, to speak to the press. But... She has spoken freely on other public forums in a, a September uh, 2020 podcast called Out What Now? Uh, she said, quote, there comes a point, unfortunately, for many of these kids where they have to make a choice between their life and their family. Yeah, they have to make a choice. These kids have to make a choice between their life and their family. And it shouldn't be that way. But I want to see a kid in a home with food and shelter and insurance and support, but I also don't want to those uh, want to lose kids to death. Wow. Talk about dramatic. Quote, I will not deny the fact that I have put parents, get this, in their place in my office or at school. And people around me go, can you do that? And I go, I don't know, but I just did. And if I'm not here tomorrow, you know that I can't, she continued. And she said, you have to sometimes break rules to do good for kids. Whoa. Wow. Quote, I had a record day where five kids came out to me. I said, this is an amazing, exhausting, all at the same time. Most of the kids, it's like, I think I'm trans, which really means I am trans, she said. In a July 2022 episode of the same podcast, she described it, um, evading requirements for parental permission. I recognize that parental consent is a big deal, but when I'm doing my LGBT, I don't worry about that. Hmm. I don't worry about parental permission. 
Let's be honest, it's an electronic permission slip. You type in a parent's name, and I'm like, oh, that parent signed the consent. There's no actual signature. I do love my Nero and gender diverse kids. Those are like my favorites, she said. When it comes to her own sexuality, she says she's pansexual. And she said, I identify as queer, but I'm attracted to a very small but growing percentage of of the population. And so more transmasculine, non-binary folks who may or may not like women. When I'm dating more uh, transmasculine people, one of the things I ask, even when I go out with them, is "How, uh, how out are you? And what are you out as? which is the same thing I asked students. Man, this, this woman should not be within 10 miles of, uh, of, uh, of a student. Jordan Costin uh, Sumter, the executive director of Safe Space Nova, told the Daily Wire that Safe Space Nova has no role in rehoming, and this has been made clear to the PLP prior to, to now and reiterated again today. So they're backing off of this big time. Amy is not affiliated with PLP. She has connected some of the misinformation of the youth have shared on on the Discord server when she has the opportunity to do so. But PLP Discord is not monitored by us, nor do we have any role in their discussions. And this is what she said. However, in the materials reviewed by the Daily Wire, which were on the the private uh, on the private server of the uh, the uh, well what they say youth led group. Well, Canva's role was not limited to just correcting misinformation. And she's actually asking um, kids thirteen to fifteen uh, that you know, hey, you need to uh, DM me, you need to direct message me uh, if you're trans, so I can um, I, I can document your experience. NASP oversees the uh, credentialing of the school psychologists for many school districts and Canada has provided LGBTQ training uh, for uh, psychiatrists uh, and that uh, that training can be used to to meet uh, their training requirements that they have to do. Catherine uh, Cowan, a spokesman for NASP, said neither NASP nor Amy condone efforts to provide monetary or housing support to minors who are in safe uh, or in safe home environments. <laughs> Again, what's a safe home environment? They they believe that if you do not agree with your kid being trans because they they're 11 or they're whatever age and they think they're trans and you don't agree with that, then they think that that's not a safe place. So, <laughs> oh yeah, we we don't we don't rehome kids that uh, that that are you know in homes where their parents agree with this. Oh man, a leader of PLP separately said. Uh, um, said of disobeying the state policy that they that they uh, they can say you have a, to implement these these things, but if there's no enforcement mechanism, you're they're not going to do poop is what they said. So basically, what they're saying is they can break the the rules and they can do whatever they want because nobody's enforcing it. Nobody's going to say they can't. This this type of stuff right here is just absolutely disturbing and it should not be going on. And, and, and this is another reason why having your children or your grandchildren, having children at all in public schools today, in today's day and age is a bad idea. 
And again, I, you're, 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 you're listening to somebody who has been involved in public school systems for a very long time. I mean, all the way up to, you know, chairman of, of a school board and, and liaison uh, between the school district and, and the, uh, legis- uh, the, the state legislature and all kinds of stuff. I, I, I've testified, I've done all these things. And yet in today's day and age, I have decided to homeschool. And that is because of uh, just th- this right here is a shining example of one of the reasons why it just can't be done. All right. So let's Let's end today, all right, on a little lighter note, because that one was heavy. Let's let's end with McDonald's debuts adult Happy Meals that come with a toy. <laughs> right, hey, McDonald's is making a nostalgia play by, by providing adult customers with Happy Meals, complete with toys. <laughs> the fast food chain debuted its cactus plant flea market box as they call it, as a limited time collaboration with the fashion brand Cactus Plant. Uh, though customers uh, have, have just dubbed this, the, uh, th- this new menu item the Adult Happy Meal. <laughs> so they don't call it that. They call it the Cactus Plant Flea Market Box. But I don't know if they should be calling it a flea market and use the word flea in, 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 in cooperation with your meal. But anyway, they come in a large box uh, uh, larger than, than the child's happy meals, uh, according to the Washington post and, in, and includes a 10 piece chicken nugget or a big Mac and order of medium fries along with a medium drink. Besides this signature box, the thing that makes these meals extra special is the addition of one of four collectible figurines of old school McDonald's mascots, Grimace, the Hamburglar, Birdie, plus a new character named Cactus Buddy <laughs> as a nod to the collaboration. The publication notes uh, that among the plethora of uh, failed experiments, the Happy Meal remains the true McDonald's achievement that's been a massive success for four decades. These targeted uh, kids' meals uh, offer parents incentives to visit the fast food franchise frequently to collect all the toys and, uh, and offer children happiness with their meals. Though they've come under fire for promoting unhealthy food, the product has remained on the menu and is one of their staple uh, staples. So, uh, you know, th- this is, this is kind of interesting. I think that, uh, that there are go- definitely going to be people that just for nostalgia's sake, if, if nothing else, uh, will want to, to go collect these toys and get their adult happy meal. <laughs> right. So, you know, you may agree that, 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 uh, you know, with, with the things that we've talked about today, you may not agree at all. And, and I would love to have this as a conversation starter. Can we do that? Why don't you go ahead and, um, and send me a, a, a note at uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.